Hello and welcome to Paranormal Foundry. I'll be going upon paranormal stories that I can find in top cities to see if there's any type of truth to them using history and science that is available to me. Today's story is about Rene Rondler, a man that was born in 1777, who at the main part of his life is said to be a child murderer who hunted down children. The story was pushed out more when a father and his son from Ohio recorded a young boy playing in the cemetery in the afternoon running past parents and other children without them even noticing. In fact, when this boy got to a tree, he vanished. Why is this important? Well, the video was posted has shown to have no digital editing or changes to make it a fake video. In fact, some people believe this might be one of Renee's victims. The reason why the cemetery is so important is due to Renee's upbringing. He was raised next to it as a child and used it to play hide-and-seek alone. Growing up, he spent most of his time alone, being one barely able to speak English inside an English colony and speaking barely any French from his parents. It is believed that he had a mental, impossible physical dis disability and disease that hindered him. As time passed and he grew up, he reached a massive height of 7 feet 4 to 5 inches, still playing in the cemetery next to his house. But the new game he started playing was with small animals and torturing them. If he had a mental disease, I believe that he may not known how what his strength was, how hard he was actually being with these animals. It got to a point where the villagers were so afraid of him that they physically asked his parents, well, to trap him inside of a house to make him unable to leave, even to build a fence that is over four to five feet tall. Well, to a seven foot tall man, oh, that's not very tall. As more time went, it is said that he would sneak out and play in the cemetery at night to try to hide the fact that he was leaving. In fact, it was his only hobby, his free time. His need to play with something may have been the thing that started to make him chase children around that were out late at night. Once a few children who would go missing, later found in the cemetery with their necks snapped, people started questioning what was happening. In fact, a great fire in Savannah in 1820, a young girl is found with her neck snapped like the rest and they have a giant footprint next to them, like that of Renee's foot. They finally set in motion to sentence him there. The following day, they dragged him out to a cemetery, to a giant tree, lifted him with four men holding him for how big of a man Renee was, and hung him for his crimes at cost. For the next few years, children would still be found dragged to that said cemetery, and have their necks snapped, as well as a giant footprint next to them, making people who capture Renee to wonder if they got the wrong man or did his vengeful spirit come back. In fact, one man claims to see a seven foot tall man in the shadows, almost stalking him within the tunnels underneath the town. Now, is this tale real or false? Well, with the information I gathered, it starts looking a little weird. For starters, it was spread around as a rumor in the city that Renee was inspiration for Kinstein's monster. Now, there could be little possible truth to the idea that shaped the monster. Savannah historian and socialite would visit Mary Shelley's father during the period after Renee's death. It was during this time when both William Godwin and Shelley were not talking to each other. On the other hand, it was found on an island not far from Savannah. A skeleton of a man over seven foot tall was found on an island called Hutchison Island off the coast of Florida. Now, did his family take his body down there to be buried? So there's two different possibilities. One, this story is just a tale to keep children in at night. And then the record of being possibly connected to Frankenstein's monster was something to, well, help build the story. Now, the record about a seven-foot-tall man is, well, words, somebody said. Because there's no real record of this body being exhumed because it's said that they reburied him out of fear of what may happen. 
sadly, I can only come up with the answer that this is just a children's tale to make them scared of being out late at night. But what about the man who claimed he saw a seven-foot shadow following him, stalking him underneath the tunnels? Who knows? Maybe he was followed by a seven-foot tall man. We can't ever say whatever someone saw. I'll have to say for now that I may have to leave the story as it is. It's a little sad that it's only this short for me. But if I find out more, I may bring it up again. To all those that are listening, you have a good day, have a good night, and hopefully those shadows don't follow you.